Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking... Presidents. 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 Well, that sucks. <laughs> Presidents of America. The POTUS you know and... The POTUS you notice. <laughs> saying POTUS. I think POTUS seems to me like a, like a, is it an acronym? Like an acronym that I did not see people using until like recent years. It's got to be like 10, 15 years max. It's just, I think uh, some people who were involved in politics in an inside baseball fashion used the term and then other people started saying it to appear knowledgeable. And then it kind of flowed us out to the general public. <laughs> <laughs> so Natalie, for people who are not big POTUS heads, I'd like to ask the question. Oh, I'm a big POTUS head. What is the president? Oh, the president of the United States, aka the POTUS, is <laughs> the head of state and head of government of the United States of America and directs the executive branch of the federal government and is the commander in chief of the United States Armed Forces. He's the... Big man on Congress. Right. He's like, oh, look at me. I'm president. That is. <laughs> That's what he's like. That is. <laughs> you sound exactly like him. <laughs> look at me. That's what he's like. That's what it's like to be the president. <laughs> sounds like it's really uncool. <laughs> I can't. I can't do anything. <laughs> I just wear a tie talking to microphone and don't fucking do anything. Yeah. Go what to a, meetings. What a life. Uh-huh. What a life. Some people have to work, Buster. Right. <laughs> Not the president. <laughs> so who invented the president? Uh, America. Lady Liberty herself. <laughs> right. 1776. Have you ever seen that musical? They made a musical yeah. of it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I see it? What kind of question is that to ask me? I've, I have not seen it. I've I not think seen I've, very many musicals, and that's like one of the only ones I've seen. I've seen like five or six total musicals. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember anything about about um 1776 except for there was like some song where it was like john quincy adams singing a duet where it was like him and his wife exchanging letters <laughs> that's the only thing i remember about it that's horrible uh-huh. that is so horrible it's not as bad as hamilton though bro hamilton's fucking pits i almost said tits it's not the tits at all it's the opposite of tits untits they're, <laughs> they're right next door uh-huh and the Upper body is a land of contrast. Now, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Right. So I think if, if you're asking me, I think that like when it comes to musicals about presidents, 1776 is better than Hamilton. Hamilton. I'm not interested in it. Hamilton. There's something. Hamilton. <laughs> so irritating about cutesying up yeah. political history. I hate when they take history or or anything like that politics and they try to make it cool by making it like rap that is to me like extremely insulting to my intelligence oh and you made rap worse too yeah that's you a, made bad rap that's a two birds with one stone situation <laughs> <laughs> i fucking love rap 
<laughs> I fucking hate musicals. That's why we like each other so much. We never have to watch a musical together. No, we always listen to rap. So it's it's 100% compatibility. You know, there's something, whatever you want to say about America and the world and everything else, one thing is true of America, and that is where rap has come from now this is not de- this is not a debate club if you wanna if you wanna go deep on the uh origins of spoken word and percussive music of course you can go all the way back i'm somewhat of a scholar of musical history i'm aware of all these things and i'll still stand by the fact that rap came from america i didn't invent it no you didn't <laughs> i'm not taking credit i'm just saying where it came from and you know there is something i'm not a patriotic person but i'm patriotic for rap i am too and this is the god's honest truth i love all of it i'm gonna lay it down for you don't fuck with rap that doesn't come from america and there is some mexican rap that sounds pretty hard but again i'm gonna keep it real with you their rhyme schemes do not have to be as thoughtful when every word ends in the letter A. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. I agree with that. But And so the reason I'm thinking about this is we were talking about this on the Discord earlier today. If you're not a member of the Discord, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity, hop on in there. But we were talking about how rap from other countries is so insanely whack. It's whacking. And there's a song, uh, it it came out six, seven years ago and it sampled a track I really like. I'm not going to get into the details. The name of the track is Rap is Vida Cool, which <laughs> means rap is cool again. Thanks to the Germans. Rap has never not been cool. Like ever since it, ca- I can't think of a single point in history since the, since it started that rap wasn't cool. It's like it's like it doesn't care what you think about it, and it, so therefore it is like supremely cool. Like metal, like heavy metal shit. They don't yeah. care if you think it's cool or not, and so it's absolutely cool and it's brutally cool. Metal has always been cool, mm-hmm. and rap has always been cool, and. There was something so deeply insulting to me about uh, Germans. They were either Germans or Dutch, but I don't really care. (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. That's like somebody in Germany giving a shit about whether somebody's from Ohio or Indiana. It's the fucking same. Right. But yeah, do not, do not take rap, which I am deeply patriotic of. Right. And say that it was not cool until you came along and put 2,784 different consonants on it and you sounded like you were coughing up a cat ball. Mm-hmm. Well, what's that thing? What's that thing where you like, you'll hear certain kinds of music and you get like physical responses to it? Like you get like chills and shit. You know a- what I'm talking a- about? It's like ASMR. I get that from listening to female trap rappers. And so that is what I do in in my alone time is I try to find like new up and coming female trap rappers. I fucking love it. Uh, It gives you goosebumps. Goosebumps every fucking time. I fucking love it. (laughs) That is how I feel when I 
am listening to like some real deep psychedelic jazz funk from like 1976. Right, right. I, I exclusively get it from like an extremely hard ass Cardi Beavers. <laughs> or like Bia. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, girl, get it. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's America. Presidents come from America. Also. Yeah. They're not as cool as rappers, though. We invented rock music, too. Didn't we? I mean, not not a... the white people. It was like... <laughs> I was just going to say, there was a there was a chain of command there. Right. It was a chain of command where it was like, black people started like blues and jazz and stuff, and then it turned into white people ripping it off, and that was rock music. But that was in America. Yeah. I, I'm not a rock. I'm not a rock guy. I am. <laughs> There's, I mean, I'll I'll listen to stuff. I like metal. I mean, basically, like it has to be at least as good as Sabbath, or I'm not I'm not really interested. Yeah, well, Sabbath is pretty sweet. Like the thing is, one time I went to I went down here to the strip mall, and there was a bunch of tents set up, and I was like, "Ooh, let's see what kind of bullshit we got going on down here." And I walked up, and there was some band, and they were playing the song "Rock and Robin." And I know I've talked about this before, but I think that the sock hop music is is like the musical of rock. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you walked up and they were playing Sweet Leaf, which is, in my opinion, the best Sabbath song. If I (laughs) went down to the fucking strip mall (laughs) and I was just walking around shaking my blender bottle, (laughs) my headband on, I walked down there and people were paying Sweet Leaf. I would absolutely lose my shit. You'd be like, no, I would bum rush. I would bum rush the stage. I would text Natalie as I was running over and I would be like, you need to get the fuck down here to Corner Center, baby. You know, I think part of the reason I like that song so much is I don't think I have ever gone to a metal show where they weren't playing that over the PA in between sets. It's like the default song, Uh but it's because it's perfect. It's tits, yeah. And when I hear that song, it always cues me up. I'm like, oh, yeah. We get ready to fucking rock, aren't we? <laughs> We're ready to fucking tear shit up, aren't we? It's about to go down. Yeah, it's about to go down. <laughs> I don't think any presidents have ever liked any good music. No. No. Um, I think that anybody who's president is, by default, mentally ill. Oh, yeah. I don't, maybe George Washington wasn't. Um, Well, I'll tell you something. George Washington was the commander of the Revolutionary Army. So he was basically a warlord. Well, yeah. I mean, but what I'm saying is he, he was not in it like for the corruption and like the coax off of a prostitute's ass and like all that shit. Like he was just a regular warlord. And then when he won... (laughs) He had like a little piece of shit country with hardly anybody in it, right? Yeah. yeah. And he didn't he didn't get any kickbacks. He still had to run his farm and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean He wasn't like, I'm gonna fucking grow up and I'm gonna run the shit. I'm gonna run everybody and everyone has to do what I say. That's not that's not what he was like, I don't think. But everyone after that they're like, Oh, George took, George got a pretty good deal. We need to fucking take over George's job. Yeah, it took a took a while for that to kick in. And, uh, you know, the Revolutionary War is always portrayed as something being great and beautiful and uh, moral and uh, honorable. 
And when you think about it, it's like uh, if uh, if you decided you were tired of paying taxes to the state of Ohio, so you decided you were going to kill all the Ohioans. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little bit, it's like a little bit much. Uh-huh. I mean, I I am not prepared to discuss the Revolutionary War. My understanding of it was the story we get about what happened is not quite the straight story. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's but not. we will have to research that because I'm not gonna. I'm not about to start shooting off at the mouth and being wrong about it. But oh, I will. I'm. I am totally. I'm always prepared to be wrong. What's the worst that will happen? Somebody will be like, "You're wrong." Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, like people tell me I'm wrong. I like to at least be eighty percent sure I'm right. People, <laughs> people tell me I'm wrong every day on the internet. The Revolutionary War was fought over snakes. England loved them. Fuck snakes. That's why we're here today, baby, and we're... Sucking snakes. Sucking snake in the USA. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, So what does the president do? Wake up, kick ass, run out of ass, go to meetings, I guess. Right. Um, They do whatever. They have all kinds of power, and they wield it. Uh, it used to not be so such a powerful position, but then FDR really expanded the presidential powers, uh, like all the shit that they could do. And now the president is like, I am in charge of a global superpower. Whereas before that wasn't really as much the case also, because we were like nothing for a while. Yeah. Small bones. Yeah. Small times. Small potatoes. Not Like all, all this land hurdle anybody on it. Think about it. And a lot of it was forest, too. Mm-hmm. Had to cut down all those trees. We talked about trees, didn't we? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I think we know what trees are. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you're not familiar with the concept, we got an old uh, Garbage Brain episode. It's probably called, like, The Leaf of the Brain or I something. I thought we did. I don't know if we did trees. I think we did wood. Wood, the, the flesh of the tree. <laughs> 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 so check that out. It's in the 100 somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't fucking know where it is. We might not have done one about it at all. I don't know. Maybe it was sticks. We probably did an episode about sticks. <laughs> Twigs, the fingers of the tree. <laughs> that was part two after branches, the arm of the tree. <laughs> um. So, okay. Article two of the Constitution is what says that we have a president. Okay, and it also lists the executive powers of the president. And so here are the executive powers, all right? Execution and enforcement of federal law. Responsibility to appoint federal executive, diplomatic, regulatory, and judicial officers. Um, They appoint and receive ambassadors and conclude treaties with foreign powers. And on subsequent laws enacted by Congress. And they also have responsibility for conducting U.S. foreign policy. And so with that goes running the military and running the second largest nuclear arsenal. I thought we had the biggest one. Second largest? Somebody came along and took that cake, didn't they? Yeah, who was that? Probably Canada. (laughs) We probably sold them. The nukes i think any i think anybody that's buying them buys them from us baby right i mean we invented them like a bunch of fucking idiots 
I have an idea. Let's invent the worst thing ever. I've got a great idea. Let's invent something that's so bad that aliens cross dimensions to show up and be like, hold the fuck up, bro. <laughs> this isn't cool. Please stop. <laughs> you are ruining shit in our dimension, bro. Right, right, right. So uh, the president also leads legislation and domestic policy making. Um, he is subject to this system of checks and balances. He has the power to sign or veto legislation. And they have an active role in promoting policy priorities and et cetera, et cetera. Judicial appointments, executive orders, agency regulation, domestic I mean, policy. The Boring sy- shit. The system of checks and balances is so great because otherwise... <laughs> Everybody would just do what they wanted. And so here's the thing. Uh, People will ask the president, well, why didn't you do the stuff you said you were going to do? And the president will say, well, it's not that easy. You just can't do what you want. See, we were told the system of checks and balances meant that the president or Congress or the judicial system would wield so much power on their lonely that they would just simply fucking crush everything in their way. Right, right. And meanwhile... The president's like, well, you know, I didn't have Congress on my side. And the Congress is like, well, we need a majority of our candidates. Well, you are the can you are you're the you're the fucking people. Well I don't know. I know I said I was gonna do all this stuff, but well, we're gonna we're gonna need a majority, guys. Please like and subscribe and maybe in twenty twenty seven. Please buy some merch from my website. Please go to congress.gov. <laughs> and the supreme court it's like hey okay so you guys so you all were uh appointed and so you're this unimpeachable fucking body of robed figures (laughs) that simply exist until one of you fucking dies right there's nine of you which is three threes tell me that's not linked up you Uh, know what i'm saying right right so there's no show of you, and you're in here, and you're and people are like, yo, there's something going on out here that's fucked up. Supreme Court, you got to fix it. And they're like, we simply cannot do anything until somebody gets sued, and then it gets escalated through all the courts, and it has to be appealed all the way up to us. And then we'll render judgment. But we, we can't do anything right now. Right. And the president's like, well, that's the Supreme Court's job. And Congress is like, well, we just, we can't make the laws until the Supreme Court tells us what's right. We can't do anything without a majority. What about the House? What does the House even do? I don't fucking know. It's so, <laughs> it's so great. It's like, it's like literally the opposite. It's like a machine they built that just points fingers at other people. It's been- <laughs> You know that little, you know the little box where you flip the switch and a finger comes out and flips the switch back and then disappears. Right, right. It's, a, it's exactly that. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I'm like, compl- I, I, I'm completely apolitical now. I, I'm, I've decided that. Like, I know I've mentioned that more than once, but I'm just keep, I'm continuing to mention it so people don't talk to me about politics in the future. I'm apolitical now. I, I don't, I don't want to hear about it. We're not in control of it, and we are forced in some ways to abide by the law and in other ways the law cannot touch you unless somebody catches you breaking it so (laughs) it is 
at once immutable by us and also doesn't affect us. Right. And you know what? I mean, I'll vote just so I don't have like guilt issues about it. Oh, I'll go in and push the button. But I, you know I, what? I'm not like, I'm I'm there for the sticker. I'm there for the cookie sale. Yeah. And uh, I'm there so I can be like, oh, yes, I voted for the blue guy. But like, you know what? I don't give a shit in between. I don't give a shit about any, I don't fucking love any of these fuckers. No love for not a single one of them. Every single one of them is an absolute total fucking psycho. Every single one. Bernie, he's a fucking psycho. AOC, totally fucking psycho. I don't give a shit who they are. They're all fucking nuts. How's that? <laughs> they all had a dream, and their dream was to hold you under their thumb. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to name check anybody, but... I'll list off every single fucking person in Washington, D.C. I don't give a fuck about a single one of them. Not a one of them. Because not a single one of them has fucking done shit for any of us. It's just a fucking cir- circle jerk and collect the checks, man. <laughs> Who's, who's got the checks now? We got some pharma checks. We got some fucking uh, NRA checks. We got some fucking oil industry checks. We got... Who's who's handing out checks today? Monsanto. Fucking bring me my checks. That's all they fucking do. And then whenever any kind of law comes up that can make the world a better place, everyone who got the checks is like, no! That's, that's all they're doing. Fuck them all. <laughs> I'm just here to be cool and like fucking ignore all that shit. They're not here. They're I'm, not here I'm for me. I'm here to listen to some fucking rap and metal, man. I'm here to be cool and fuck off. <laughs> you know, there's like a short list of things you could do that would convince me you're cool, and you have done none of them. Right. None of them at all. <laughs> you're in charge of the government. Just do one cool thing. Just, right. Just pretend. Right. Right. Not a single, not a single one of you has a fucking wherewithal to do jack squat ever, ever. Ever. Speaking of who's doing jack squat, guess who's president? Joseph Robinette Biden, the 46th president of the United States, yeah, I think. Yeah, right. I think he's... Uh... 900. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how old he was. He's exactly 900. That's he, some. That's Methuselah. He's like the crypt keeper of presidents. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. It's Vaccination great. Vaccination mandates. That's what he's like. <laughs> uh, see, it's good. It's good uh, that it, it's good to force people to abide by public health standards. If right. you don't agree, I don't fucking care. Don't tell me. Right. You know what? You're scared of needles. That's fine. Get over yourself. You know, there's a lot of people that do hard stuff. Go talk to a firefighter. A firefighter is what a cop wishes he had the balls to be. Right. But being a firefighter is actually, like, dangerous. You know, uh, you know what's a hard job? is being a garbage collector. Right. That's a hard fucking job. You gotta being be nice. a nurse? Be nice to your garbage. <laughs> be nice to your nurse, too. Yeah. That's another one. Being you- a podcaster? That's that's right. That's right. Our cough drop budget is through the roof. <laughs> you know, there's some people out there who don't like the president, though. Oh, yeah. President killers. <laughs> is that what they're calling them now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same, you know, those guys who kill presidents like John Wilkes Booth. JWB. He was a communist sympathizer. I didn't know that. Well, 
communism was a really new idea back then. It was. It was. Extremely new idea. Well, and, you know, I feel like any... I feel like any narrative written about an assassin of a political figure is written by the political figure who survived or the political figures who were left behind and were there to write the story of just how bad the guy was. Right, right. And they're always really hot to trot to call them communists or anarchists or anything that will make those guys look bad. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you know, they did that in Europe, too. You remember that World War One? They're like, oh, he was just an anarchist. He was in the black hand. All right. <laughs> yeah, as we know now, in 2021, the world's population is bigger than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. We now have a worldwide information network, and people can use encrypted communications to have conversations that nobody but the government can listen to. Right. <laughs> And so that is why we have all of these communist and anarchist movements that are incredibly powerful. They push people around. They wield great amounts of power. They definitely don't have three meetings a month at the bar. Yeah, right. All of these incredibly powerful organizations dedicated to taking down these people in power just secret groups everywhere right under your nose they're they're happening probably next door to you or behind you right now antifa (laughs) that's the that's the biggest one millions maybe billions of people in that one my mom said she was antifa (laughs) (laughs) i saw her posting on facebook (laughs) ludicrous (laughs) So the the fact remains that a president has not been assassinated since uh, 1963. Yeah, well, they tried to shoot Reagan. Oh, that was a... They did a bad job, though. Yeah, and Jodie Foster didn't even care. That was the real... In- <laughs> that was the real insult to injury there. I thought that... I thought that the Jodie Foster guy killed uh, John Lennon. No. I got... I, got, <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> trying to impress Jodie Foster. <laughs> One of them was. <laughs> was it the well, Reagan guy? That's what I thought. Mm. Who shot the Pope? Suge Knight. Someone shot the Pope, too. Around the same time. He, I think he just got grazed. Just like just like Reagan. you definitely go to hell if you shoot the Pope, though. Oh, I wouldn't shoot... I, I wouldn't shoot the Pope. I wouldn't shoot anybody, because I love everybody. I don't even have a gun. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I got a cattle prod and I got some knives though. I got some cold steel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Garfield was shot uh, four months after he took office. I seem to recall seeing the bullet they pulled out of him at Mutter or something. Yeah. Yeah, the Mutter Museum has a bunch of presidential artifacts that's all like body parts and shit. Right. So he was grazed by one bullet and then he had another bullet in his back. And he wasn't injured so badly that he died right away. But nobody knew anything about 
like hygienic practices. You remember Ignat Semmelweis? We talked oh, about yeah. him. Oh yeah, we did. And they weren't they weren't on that shit yet. And so they basically spent eleven weeks torturing him and sticking their dirty fingers in his bullet holes and shit. And, <laughs> and then he eventually died of like massive infections from yeah. from the doctors fucking it up and trying to get the get that bullet out. I would have just left it, pull, pour a little whiskey on it, and leave it be if he's fine. <laughs> If he, it's 11 weeks later and he's still sitting there, man. You don't yeah. need to stick your fingers in the hole. Leave him be. He's the president. He's like, oh, please. Please, I need eight more guys to stick their fingers in my back hole. Now, I think <laughs> I think that is something that happens. I think that is a common pitfall among people who gain power and money. I think it's a common pitfall to assume that you can transcend the limits of, of space and time if or at least the limits of your own body right i think it's common for people who are very rich very powerful or both to feel as though they are physically superior to everybody else in addition to having marginally more power in their own society right right but what are you gonna do fuck them rest in peace right right to garfield yeah garfield um the guy who killed him was named Charles J. Guiteau, and he believed that he had played a major role in Garfield's victory, and he wanted to be rewarded with a consulship, and he did not get a consulship, even though he applied to serve in Vienna or Paris, and so he decided he was going to kill him. So he was... So the story is that he was delusional. Yeah. And that he thought that he had gotten James Garfield elected. Yeah, and that he deserved to be like the consul to Vienna in in exchange for it. You know, a little bit of quid pro quo. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I've decided in my mind that I helped you now. What's in it for me? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, William McKinley was actually assassinated also. Um, He was attending the Pan-American Exposition, and he was shot twice in the stomach at close range by a man whose name I cannot pronounce because it has too many Z's in it. It's like Leon Cholgos or something. Sogol. Leon Shoegaze. <laughs> it, Leon, <laughs> Leon C-Z-O-L-G-O-S-S-Z. Y'all can mull that over, write it down on a napkin and think about it. Sound off in the Discord. How would you pronounce that shit? Anyway, he was an anarchist. Uh-huh. And They're all him. anarchists. I I don't run into anarchists that much. No, I don't. No. You just don't meet people who are self-avowed anarchists. I think I know... I know a handful. I, I know a handful, but I'll say we all know each other. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he had a 32. He had it hidden underneath the hanky. Um, <laughs> that makes it sound cute. Yeah. <laughs> the first bullet ricocheted off a button on his jacket and got lodged in his sleeve, but the second one got him right in the gut. And he appeared to be recovering, but much like everybody else in the olden days, you're going to get infection and you're going to die of it. And so he had a gangrenous gut and died um, about eight days later. That was... That was quicker. Garfield had a an earthworm length of uh, sitting there suffering with people poking his bullet hole. Right, right. Um, they caught the guy and sent him to jail. And I think that was it. Oh, he was electrocuted in the electric chair. 
on October 29th of 1901. So that wasn't even that long after he shot the dude. They they had him dead within two months. Wow. They just strapped him in and fried him. No mm-hmm. appeals. Yeah, right. No winkles. And that's when they invented the Secret Service. Mm. And they're like, oh, we keep on getting all these presidents shot. They're just going off about their business. People are just popping them off on them. Well, the, the Secret Service was actually invented by Lincoln. But back then, their biggest concern was counterfeit money. <laughs> oh, yeah. But now this is when they started being like the president's bodyguard. Hey, maybe we should follow the president around. These guys keep right. getting shot. Yeah. Right. Uh, obviously, we all know about Kennedy and what happened with him. Oswald. I'm not, it's... We've all heard the story, but do any of us know? No. Oswald was a socialist, supposedly. 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 But I, ju- I don't believe the official story yeah. on any of these. Do you? No. I don't believe anything the government tells me. And you know what? They don't even need to explain it to me because unless it affects me personally, I don't give a shit. So just you could just lie to everybody else and I'm not going to worry about it. Like I said, I'm apolitical now. You guys have fun. <laughs> Do your thing. Do your back slapping and check, check cashing. I think. Leave me alone. <laughs> I think the government is toxic. I do too. I do too. I think if you're not careful, it'll drag you in and make you crazy too. <laughs> I'm apolitical. I'm staying out of it. I'm going to mind my own business. You know, some people are like, oh, we need to overhaul. We need revolution. We need to overhaul everything. Y'all, you know what happens when there's a revolution. I'll tell you, if there's a revolution, then no one's going to be having fun until it's like your great-grandchildren. And I would rather just like cross my fingers and just keep on minding my own business. (laughs) Because if there's one thing that's going to guarantee you to have a good time it's destabilization and a power vacuum. Right, right. Because you know what? We are all of an age now that if that happened, we would not live to see this country in good shape ever again. No, no. I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope it limps along until I die. Just keep, <laughs> keep this sucker running. Look, this country's like an old 97 Hyundai Elantra or something. It ain't pretty. Doesn't smell good. Fucking sucks. <laughs> But you know what? Sometimes you need to go to Walgreens, and that's how you get there. <laughs> uh, four other presidents died when they were president, but they were not killed by anybody. They didn't get got. They didn't get got. Um, William Henry Harrison died of pneumonia. I believe he was the one who just, like, talked out in the rain for hours and hours when he got inaugurated, and he caught pneumonia and died, like, immediately. Yeah, he did. Like a real dumbass. Um Zachary Taylor had some kind of inflammation of the stomach and intestines that took him out. Uh, FDR died of a stroke. And my man Warren G died of a heart attack. But you know what? I much prefer all the rumors about Warren G that, like, were probably not true. You know, here's something that I think about Warren G. Harding. For those that don't know, he was uh, president in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, like, 21 to 23, something like that. Right. And uh, I feel like everybody assuming the office of the president is crooked (laughs) and a psycho and power hungry and just has a brain that is optimized to be antisocial and cruel. Yeah. And selfish, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, So given that, I feel like somebody taking that office who is not going to pretend to be your friendly chuckle grandpa, Uh somebody just going in the office 
and being like, I'm a bad man. <laughs> People are like, Warren G. Harding, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm going to go bang in Congress. I'm going to go right into the little con little Congress room where everybody sits down and they all talk about the laws. I'm going to wait until they leave. I'm going to go fuck in there. <laughs> I, okay, I... I have a soft spot for Warren G. Harding. Like, if you were to ask me who my favorite president is, it would probably be FDR. If you're asking me who my favorite president is, is Warren G. Harding, just because, like, we go way back. Like, because I, the, the city I grew up in is an extremely small town in Ohio, which is the hometown of Warren G. Harding. Yeah. The high school I went to was Warren G. Harding High School. Uh, our mascot was the Prexies, which was short for the presidents. <laughs> And uh, I have been to his house many times. I am friends with, like, a, a docent who takes care of all of his historical shit. And I have been into his tomb. <laughs> like, he's my bro. He's, like, my, like, as far as, like, close contact with presidents, he's, he's me and Warren G. Harding. What I like most about Warren G. Harding is that he seemed, he seemingly had no political aspirations. But then the Republican Party put him on the ticket because it was the first election where women were allowed to vote and he was very handsome. And so they were betting on women voting for him instead of the other guy because he was cuter. And that is why he was on the ticket. So even going back a hundred years, a hundred years, because it was what? It would have been the election in 1920. Mm -hmm. Even going back a hundred years, these political elections where we think they're so debased Right. Today, that people back then used to be honorable. Right. No. Not true. No. Well, they were like, oh, we got women voting now. Yeah. We, they're, they're not going to care about issues. They want a beefcake. <laughs> and so they got this guy who, I don't know if he, that he might, maybe he was a senator or something first. I don't, I'm not, I don't remember. But like, he basically ran a newspaper and then he got like dabbled in politics a little bit and they're like, be president. You're so handsome. And then he's like, all right, but I'm going to fuck everybody. <laughs> and then, okay, so he died allegedly of a heart attack. But I have also heard that he was poisoned by his wife on a train when he because he was going to Alaska or something or coming yeah. back from Alaska when he died. Allegedly, he maybe died because his wife poisoned them. I've also heard that he was bit by a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> The only Prexy bit by a vampire. Mm -hmm. That is that is pretty amazing. Well, I mean, you hear about all these other presidents having having their cool guy club and having all these like secret meetings and stuff. Warren G. Harding like openly had a group of people that he brought from Ohio that were called the Ohio Gang. Yeah, right. And they did a little thing called a teapot dome. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I, I I love Warren G. Harding in the same way that I love a fried bologna sandwich or uh, like one of those Ohio chicken sandwiches <laughs> or, you know, whatever. It is like hometown smiles for me. I have like a very grandpa feeling about Warren G. Harding. I love him. I love his dumb, stupid face and his horrible policies. <laughs> <laughs> bad ideas, bad job. He was like, he was the original worst president. <laughs> Yeah, he was the worst president for a long time. He was the worst president until we got W. Yeah. And then I was like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe that someone would be worse than Harding. And then we got, I'm not even going to say his name. I'm not talking about it anymore. Anyway, so, presidents. Did you know that Washington had black people teeth in his mouth? 
He paid 112 shillings for nine of them. Nine teeth. Yeah. So they were they were from slaves uh-huh. because there were no freed. Yeah. There were no freed black men in America. Freed black men just hanging out being like, hey, I got some teeth. You want one? Just. <laughs> That's not how Shilling right. in Philadelphia. Just, right. Yeah. Um, so they were teeth that were sold to a dentist. So the people who lost their teeth did not necessarily know that their teeth were going to the president. And if they were slaves, they were not, they were almost certainly just had their teeth pulled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea was, though, that they, since he paid for the teeth, then it would imply that they there was some, like, arrangement involved. But just because the people were paid for their teeth does not mean that they were allowed to refuse to give them, to give him their teeth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's, like, uh-huh. a whole power thing there, right? I think so, when you literally have another human enslaved. <laughs> yeah, yes. right, right. And so, okay, so he had some teeth, and it had, like, a couple human teeth in it, and also had some hippopotamus and walrus and elephant ivory. It had some cow teeth and horse teeth. Like I said, a couple slave teeth. had some brass and silver and gold, and it had some teeth that were, like, little wooden pegs. So he really went through everything. He had the fucking fucked up his teeth in the world. I would really like to see a picture of him smiling with all those fucked up teeth. Hippopotamus, slave, wood. <laughs> you know. This is probably a hot mess. Whether we have to talk to the reptilians or we have to, you know, get into the Vatican and look in the chronovisor, I would like to take a step back in history and look at that fucker's little hole. Yeah, I want to see what his fucking stupid face looks like. At least you know that he must have had a miserable life. Can you imagine having to chew on that shit? That's got to be awful. And it's not like you could fix it and forget it. Right. You really, there there was probably a complicated system of straps keeping it on his face. Yeah. He just like wrapped around the back and tied it. That's, he, that's why he wore that wig is because it hit his teeth straps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you know that John Quincy Adams got naked every day and swam around in the Potomac? That was like part of his daily routine. He would wake up in the morning, take a walk down to the Potomac, strip her down, air out the old wang, hop in the Potomac like like a normal normal day, having a normal one, <laughs> <laughs> and go home for breakfast. <laughs> They were they were absolute freaks from the jump. All right. the presidents. Right. I wish that people were like more like, let me go outside and get naked and get in this body of water. That's like a much more like, this is, I feel like this is like the point where people went from being like natural to being like not natural like how we are now, right? Like if you saw a naked guy swimming around in the river down by your house, you'd call the cops. I don't call the cops. No, on I don't anyone. call the cops either. But someone would call the cops. Someone would have already called the cops by the time I saw him. Right. Absolutely. Right. But like the president could be swimming in the Potomac River, butt ass naked every single fucking day back now, and no one gave a shit. Well, I mean, you you'd walk up to the shore and he'd walk out and he'd say, "Good morning to you." Right. And you'd be like, "Why are you swimming in the river all naked?" And he'd be like. You think I should wear my woolen clothing into the river? You fool. I would surely drown. That's how people used to drown back in. That's why back in the old days, people would drown so often is because all their clothes were wool. And then they would get in the water and the wool would just like all the water. And it would be so heavy that they couldn't get out of the water. Oh, shit. 
Well, yeah. They didn't have uh, spandex or Gore-Tex or anything. Right. No Kevlar. Right. Their, cl- their clothes weren't made out of plastic, so they didn't repel water like everyone else's clothes do now. <laughs> now we, we are so advanced and everything is made out of fossil fuels, including your underwear. Now we're, <laughs> now we're so advanced, we're scared to get dick or butt out in public. Right. I t- I'm terrified of the sight of a dick. <laughs> So Everybody, people getting in people getting in fights, having seven hundred page message board discussions about whether a lady is allowed to breastfeed in public. Yeah. <laughs> we really humans are really the minimum viable product. We really, we could stand to be a lot more advanced. Right. Right. I literally don't give a shit what other people do at all. I don't understand why other people aren't like that. Like, what other people do, if they're not coming over my house and fucking with me, it doesn't have anything to do with me, man. I don't give a shit. Do your thing, man. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever your higher self is telling you to do, you go ahead and do it. Because that's what you're supposed to be doing to learn whatever stupid lesson you're supposed to learn right now. And if you have to get your dick out, that is what you've been inspired to do. You're learning a lesson about getting your dick out. I don't give a shit. It's not my lesson. Have fun. (laughs) I mean, I... I think if I were to take up any political mantle, there's one that I have in mind. There's one that I have in mind. Mm -hmm. I've had it in mind for a long time, ever since I started going on real long walks. Legalize public urination. Three words. Legalize public urination. Yeah. You Nobody is doing public urination. First of all, if, if you have to urinate, you are going to hide it or it makes it hard for you to pee because of the observer effect, which is noted both in... It collapses your wave function. Both in <laughs> the occult and in quantum mechanics, it collapses the wave function. You can't pee. Right. <laughs> Second, nobody is doing it for a prurient reason. They're doing it because they have to rip a pee. Mm-hmm. They're doing it because their bladder is full and they have to do number one. I think they need to abolish any laws that have to do with shaming people or not letting people do stuff with their own bodies. Because the fact of the matter is, most people have like a sense of dignity and like a little bit of like embarrassment about like being exposed and stuff like that and so if someone is doing something like that it's an emergency they made it legal for women to not wear shirts in ohio and i've never seen a woman not wearing her shirt except for at Comfest. never yeah once a year at the hippie festival in the park that's the only time you see it it's and it's not even a hippie festival right. it's a hippie themed festival it used to be a hippie festival yes. now it's just like yeah whatever the fuck but just be like letting people do that stuff doesn't mean that suddenly no one's gonna wear a shirt again it doesn't mean that everyone's gonna be pissing all over the place constantly right people are still gonna use bathrooms Mm -hmm. it's just if you have to and just like all laws the public urination law is mostly used to punish the homeless right right it's used selectively to punish people who are seen as undesirable or if you if they get a hair up their ass and then they'll bag you for it and then they'll, they'll say you're a sex offender. If you get caught urinating behind a dumpster, you will get tagged 
as being a sex offender by having committed a sexually oriented offense, at least in the state of Ohio. Peeing behind a dumpster is a sexual offense as much as breastfeeding in public is. No one's getting sexual pleasure from peeing behind a dumpster. We established last episode we recorded that it's kind of hard to pee with a boner. So obviously a dude's not getting off. He just has to pee. I mean, this country was, to some extent, started by the Puritans. Mm -hmm. Oh, they fucking surely did. (laughs) And you know, as much as we like to think we're free and as much as we like to think we're independent, that mindset is so baked into our society. Right. Everyone's like, freedom, freedom, freedom. and then But then when it comes to other... They want freedom when it's guns. They don't want freedom when it's abortion or peeing behind a bush. I think I think you should have a hunting rifle if you want. Sure. I think you should... I mean, this might be unpopular. I'm not interested in shooting anybody. I don't want to own a gun. I'm a pacifist. I don't know. I mean, people are going to do the shit they're going to do. So you can have your gun or whatever. Let me fucking pee in a bush, man. Right. (laughs) No one's going to get hurt. Look, especially this past year and a half has been incredibly difficult because public bathrooms have been closed. So first of all, backing it up, yes, it's been mildly inconvenient for me, but people who rely on public bathrooms and restaurants and cafes and facilities and parks, Mm -hmm. things of that nature, for them to get punished even more when the shit hits the fan to the point where if you don't own a home and nothing is open, it's literally illegal for you to piss. That is is clearly a problem, and it is a problem that affects at least materially the least among us. Mm -hmm. I think homeless people are equal. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you read any holy book, they'll say, well, you you should look after the people who have the least, who have the least power in society. You should look after the people who are disadvantaged and disabled and this and that, that do not have money and don't have power. They need somebody to advocate for sure. them. And so it's still illegal to piss. It's illegal to pee. Right. So you you go through your country, 1776 to 2021. How many years is that? That's like 245 fucking years, and you still can't piss in a bush. Right, right. 46 fucking presidents can't pee in a bush. How many Supreme Court justices? Many. Hundreds. Over a million. (laughs) I got to be Supreme Court justice once. (laughs) I said, no. Oh, and brother. I hit my gavel. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how they do? Uh, yeah, I would. I would totally. I remember one time, this is off topic, but I remember one time we had to go to some kind of um, school play for Nona when she was like younger. And they were doing some kind of play about some Supreme Court case. You remember this? No. <laughs> I just always, whenever I think about the Supreme Court, this is what I think about now, is because they were doing, like, this little play where they were, like, acting out the Supreme Court case. I don't remember which one it was, but at during the time when the Supreme Court was convening to decide the fate of whatever this guy was doing, they all huddled together like a football team. <laughs> and they're, like, whispering and whispering amongst themselves, and then they're like, not guilty! And so now I, I imagine that's how the Supreme Court works. <laughs> Like, let's get in the huddle, guys. Come on. 
That's always going to be my mental picture of the Supreme Court from now on. It's going to be that for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Coney, Clarence T., uh, all the uh, Sonia Sotomayor, uh, John Roberts, all the superstars. Hey, huddle. <laughs> Arms around the shoulders. Get your faces real close together. One, two, three. Ooh, not guilty. <laughs> Clarence Thomas in the dissent wrote, Nuh-uh, guilty. <laughs> uh, did you know that Zachary Taylor, when they decided that they were going to put him on the ballot for president, did not know for weeks and weeks and weeks that he was on the ballot? Because they sent him a letter without postage, and he refused to pay for the postage, and so he never got the letter. <laughs> he sounds like the perfect guy to be president. Right, <laughs> Like if you were going to be president. <laughs> I mean, I got a pay in postage. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, send me some shit. You better put a stamp on that bitch, bitch. <laughs> and it sounds like listening to my recorded voice. Yeah. That's unearthly. <laughs> you put a stamp on it. That's what it that's a joke that never gets old for me is like pretending to talk like you but then talking in like a squeaky girl voice (laughs) (laughs) I always do that with Nona (laughs) like oh you know what your dad said he said you better do your homework (laughs) (laughs) it's always funny because you don't sound like that Did you know that Rutherford B. Hayes was the first president to have a phone? No, I did not. In 1877. I didn't didn't know anyone had phones back then. His phone number was one. (laughs) Who was calling him? (laughs) Anybody. (laughs) As soon as they put in the phone, anybody after that who got a phone, (laughs) they'd be like, my phone number's 14? Who's one? (laughs) <laughs> they call one uh, right right yo who is this oh it's the president Fuck. Oh, oh okay <laughs> sure buddy <laughs> who's calling you in 1877 who's calling you phone numbers two and up i guess <laughs> but the implication I always wonder, like, who, like, the first person to get a TV what were you fucking watching what was even on that thing not much couldn't have been much. Yeah. That must have really, that must have really felt dumb. Saved up a bunch of money, got a TV. You're like, there's no telling what I'm going to learn. This is a new, this is an advent of of education. There's like three hours of programming a day about a guy hitting a sock puppet with a hammer or something. Right, right. I always like how every, every technological advancement is pushed as being some kind of great educational leap, but then it ends up just being like porn porn and stuff for dumb people <laughs> i mean tiktok is basically like the the next step in the devolution yeah of the internet like just like screaming it's just it's just <laughs> screaming and it's people and it's people performing one man plays right 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 oh mr guy hey mr guy 
what you doing, guy? Ah! And they just change, they take their hat off, put their hat on, take their hat off, put their hat on. Oh, the thing where they look from the other side and they take their hat off and they put their hat on. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> it's just, it's exactly like a middle school skit about like your teacher makes you do a skit about why you shouldn't do drugs. And you're like, hey, Tim, do you want to, uh, do you want a hit of my drugs? No way. I heard that stuff is bad for your brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they do those weird little dances and stuff. I don't understand any of that shit. I'm, that's because I'm old. I don't dance for anybody, though. I have a bad attitude. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, all Zoomers know is do the chicken dance in vertical video mode. Put on a jumpsuit that accentuates their belly and makes it look like it's jammed up their butt crack. <laughs> Wear Crocs. <laughs> Wear Crocs and regrettably tell the truth. Right. I was picking my child up from school the other day and I saw her macking on some young preteen boy who was wearing rainbow Crocs. Different world uh -huh. out there. He was wearing very, like, swirly, like, psychedelic, like, Cheech and Chong color looking Crocs. And she was, like, laying it on thick. And I, the, the pickup line is so slow that I was just taking pictures of it because I thought it was funny. He's <laughs> like, I see you on your bullshit. I was on that shit, too. <laughs> What's up, boys? <laughs> well, the the picture you sent me, I mean, I don't know how the conversation went. I'm sure that the conversation was like less, even less substantial than one would imagine. But there was a picture of her and some kid and she was sticking her leg out and they were both looking at her leg. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I... <laughs> she was I, seducing him. <laughs> only only time will tell if it works i'm sure oh, i'm works. sure she'll be just like you and we'll be able to push people's buttons <laughs> yeah right it's, it's not hard to to mac on dudes it's not hard at all no all you have oh no all you have to do is do it just very slightly uh, and you're like oh okay yeah <laughs> I'm I'm sure as a young as a young woman interested in boys, you may think, gosh, what kind of elaborate plot am I gonna am I gonna have to engender to create a situation where I might get a boy to like me and then it's like the first boy you talk to walks up and hands you his nose and he's like, You're gonna wanna lead me around by this. <laughs> I remember she's like I was extremely over like overly interested in boys when I was when I was young and I remember when Nona was like she was very young she was maybe like preschool or kindergarten and taking her around somewhere and there was like a big pack of like skater boys like whoosh, skated by and she was like what are they doing I like their hats <laughs> wow. I was like ah sister <laughs> We we go out. I mean, over the summer we went out. We would we would walk just about every night, and uh, we would go out walking. And she's like, "When we go back, we're gonna go by the pool, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, why?" She's like, "I don't know. There's like sometimes there's like some people there, because like about half the time we went by, there was like a crowd of like middle school age boys like hanging out on their bikes on like the." the side of the pool that was like obscured by the pool house. They were like kind of hidden and they were cool. And we would always walk by and they'd be like, no way, dude. <laughs> I need to shake it by these guys real quick. Sorry. 
gonna buzz by and stare at these 11 to 13 year old boys <laughs> oh yeah and we'll make our way home i know i always liked trying to pick up dudes with my dad <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she cares. Yeah, you can play wingman. <laughs> I'm really, I, if she is going to do something that she wants to do, she, I really don't think she she cares if I'm there. Because, I, I mean, I don't, I don't she stop She doesn't her. give a shit what you think anyway. No, she doesn't give a shit what I think. And I, I, don't, I don't, like, tell her not to talk to people that right. are children her right. own age. So. Right, sure. Did you know that the youngest president was John F. Kennedy? Because he was elected when he was 43. That sounds about right, yeah. Did you know the oldest is Joe Biden? I believe it. He was 78 when he was sworn in. He's like the crib keeper. That's a, I'd like to get to that age. That's about right about tops of where, where you want to land. I right, think. right. I'm probably going to live forever, so... I'm just all all I'm trying to do is push that knee in the curve because you start going downhill. I just want to, I want to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. If I could stay healthy until I'm seventy, whew, oh man, that would be that would be so great. Right. I my genetic history. When I was a child, my biological family, my great great grandmother was still alive when I was like a child. Jesus, they lived for a very long time. So, <clears throat> well, the the men in my family live pretty long. They just they just have to get lucky with all of their open heart surgeries that they have along the way. Right. I think that you I think you're gonna you're gonna probably live a long time though because you're pretty fit. Yeah. You just like you're like I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna eat eggs and stuff I grew in the yard, and then I'm gonna work out and take a ten mile walk and flex. Yeah. You're pretty good. You do yeah. pretty good job at taking care of Andy. That's why he's such a beautiful boy. What did you learn today about President's beautiful boy? Uh, today I learned, uh, Gerald Ford looks like a football numbskull. Uh-huh, he does. Yeah. I would agree uh, with that. Bill Clinton won a Grammy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is cool uh-huh. and relevant. Uh, I heard Barack Obama made a playlist and you can download his playlist on iTunes. I don't give a shit about his playlist. Presidents are just like, uh, just like you and me, like... They wake up in the morning, they put their pants on one leg at a time, they create the Dwight D. Eisenhower interstate system. Right, right. Just typical shit. And it's just, if I want to think about, you know, somebody who's really actually better than the average person on the street. Like Corey Grill? Yeah. You knew who I was talking about. Always. Smiles (laughs) for miles. (laughs) That's the Corey Grill, I promise. Can't beat it, and if... You do uh, let her know, and she will match their offer. <laughs> you can't beat it, and if you did, you would regret it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something else you'll regret is if you never make it to beautiful Harlem Township. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Especially this time of year. Harlem Township in September in Ohio, it's the most beautiful time of the year. Autumn in central Ohio, a big reservoir full of water, keeping things moist right right we have to keep it wet here in ohio we keep it wet we keep it nice juicy and loose <laughs> not, not loose <laughs> i meant loose like about three beers oh yeah what did, oh. oh i meant i meant i meant not loose like it's yanking <laughs> 
you were talking about Virginia. I was talking about Ohio. So if you haven't already, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. You not only get access to all of our good shit you haven't heard in our Discord, but you also support us and you help us keep making these, which you ostensibly like because you're still here, dumbass. <laughs> oh, you're not dumbass, you're smart ass. You're a genius and nice now. nice ass. You're a genius now with a nice ass. You'll only hear it here. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you soon. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs>